This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little bunk cakes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another Thursday show. Someone pointed out to me that I began the last show with the way I begin the Monday shows, which is, hey, everyone, hi, hello. I did not come up with a carb. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to say for myself, except there's something in my throat. How gross. Anyway, hi, Gary. Hi. (coughs) (laughs) Did the mic pick that up? (laughs) Yeah. Hello, Matt. (coughs) Hey. Hi, Chris. (laughs) And hello, Jenna. (coughs) Thank you. I feel better now. What if that became our thing? And then we we start every show that way. Okay. Worry not, listeners. How has everyone's week been? Um, I'm going to ask you first, Chris, because there's been a lot of reaction, at least in my house, from Daniel over. I can't believe that whole story. The the The, New Year's Eve one. Yes. Yeah. No, things have been going good. I'm, uh, my elbow still hurts. Other than that, everything is good. Yeah, and a lot of support. A lot of a. Uh, I would imagine that a lot of people had a reaction yeah. to that story. Even at the gas lamp, uh, someone stopped stopped me and said, "Hey, that sounded awful." And it was yeah. nice of her. For any listener who is just tuning in now to find out that I didn't call you a carb last week, but is also wondering what we're talking about on Chris's New Year's Eve, um, some. I got a little scuffle. Ruffians. Some hooligans. Yeah. <laughs> I went old timey with that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some bad people kind of beat up Chris and his friends. Those damn kids with their fisticuffs. Yeah. But, but um, Chris got a couple punches in too. I did. But a poor homeless woman got her face bashed in, which is still ups- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, upsetting to that me. That was I agree. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, I'm okay. And uh, I guess they don't listen because nobody's beat me up. Yeah, or found me. Right. This was a concern <laughs> that they might have heard what – because you said that you they didn't fight that well and you're afraid they might hear that. Yeah. They might listen to the show. I don't think they listen to the show. <laughs> no, you, right now they're in the middle of their training montage. <laughs> in general, I feel like listeners of this show are not – cruising the streets looking to beat up random people but i would uh, hope i would think if the, the, but chris wouldn't have been a random person to listeners of this show hmm. true uh, i mean you might it depends if they go and look up what we look like or not all right well uh you know bottom line i'm okay <laughs> so, okay good good okay so i was telling uh jenna before the show started that i recently had a little I want to, I keep saying I keep thinking it's like a 6 hour meltdown but I don't know actually how long the whole meltdown lasted but I'm getting married very soon and um, How soon? Uh in less than 2 months. <laughs> yeah, it's soon. And um I didn't realize that now it's pretty normal to have like 9 months to a year or over a year to plan a wedding. That's what people do, which just sounds like a pretty horrible 9 months to over a year to me cuz I don't like um Having to make a series of decisions that are not about anything that um, involve wait my work. When yeah. did you start planning? Haven't you guys been engaged for like a minute, like a couple longer than a minute? We've been yeah. engaged since February. Minutes, in fact, so then wouldn't that give you the year? Well, we didn't really start planning though oh, okay. until 
kind of the end of last year, I'd say. Oh. Maybe like November is when we really sort of hunkered down. Oh, so you're talking under six months. Yeah. yeah. I mean, initially I wanted to get married in December because that's when we have time off of the podcast and because I like winter weddings and all that. But then that just – just a bunch – like stuff ha- – some family stuff happened and we kind of missed the boat for planning that. And then it was just like – there's no way to do that. And then, I mean, when I started going dress shopping, they were saying to me, because some dresses you need at least six months. So, like, my choices were limited by the fact that I had less than six months. I didn't realize that I was trying to do something insane mm-hmm. by not having whatever, a ridiculous amount of time. Um, so, anyway, so I – so now it's just, like, I don't really respond well to pressure and there's this this pressure on us of, like, you guys are going to have to make a lot of decisions very fast. And I don't respond well to pressure and I don't respond well to having to make a lot of decisions very fast. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's the perfect the best time. It's combo. the best time of my life, yeah. you guys. It's really <laughs> cherished every moment. So I all of a sudden um, realized, what are we doing? Why are we trying to do this so fast? We haven't really – committed to anything. Let's see if – except the, the location. Let's see if we can postpone it. Um, and then I was like – or let's just elope because somehow trying to like make a big party thing is just like this is all – this is way too overwhelming. And then I thought, wait a minute. Let's just not do any of it. Why the fuck am I getting married? And that was sort of the most alarming for me to, to have that because I hadn't experienced that. And also I don't – no, I suspect it is more common. Uh, I, I suspect it's not uncommon, but I feel like that reaction is um, you expect that of guys more, or maybe that's just in movies that you expect it of guys more. In movies, have, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think in real, I think every in real life, I think everyone probably has that because you don't, at least from from where I'm sitting, like you don't really have to get married anymore. It's a choice to get married. And suddenly I'm like, why am I making this choice? Nope. I've come out on the other side of it now. And what, what we did is we ended up like really scaling back the wedding. So it's, it's, it's as if we're eloping except that I know that my family and Daniel's family would want to celebrate. So it's like I'm – instead of thinking – because the whole wedding industry gets so in your head and makes you feel like you don't measure up and like I want to have a quirky wedding that expresses my personality. Like that's everyone's wedding and it's like you all have the same personality. It's vaguely old-timey. <laughs> Mason jars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I – but it's like – it's – you know, and, and Daniel and I are paying for most of it as well. So it's like – it's your one big day to have to have everything exactly how you want it, and you only do this once in your life. And it's also there's like so much pressure to like tailor it to exactly what's supposed to be right that it was just beginning to make it so um, to make me feel like I was like really backed into a corner. So now I'm just looking at it like we're just having a, a intimate, heartfelt ceremony, and then we're having a dinner to celebrate it. And as I was saying to Chris before, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to have a big party, like a big wedding celebration a few months later, probably over the summer. And everyone's invited, including all the listeners. Wow. Maybe wow, not all the listeners. Generous. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. This I is going to be expensive. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know why I threw that in. That was, what, uh, was your... I didn't mean that. What I, I meant everyone. I meant all you guys, everyone we work with and all the friends and just every like everyone that we would have wanted to invite to the wedding. But it was just getting so like overwhelming and expensive well, and I couldn't figure it out. Well, thank you so much. I'm busy, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even tell you when it was. Oh, you You're busy me. all summer. <laughs> Allison, was the, the six-hour meltdown that you described in your head or with Daniel out loud? 
It wasn't with Daniel out loud. Um, I called my dad actually hmm. at a certain point, and he because at that I called my dad, and he's like, I I know you very well, and I don't know for sure, but my hunch is that this is less about the money and the details and more about your identity. Like your identity is changing. Hmm. You're becoming, you know, you're it's a it's a a change to how you define yourself and that kind of stuff always rattles you. And he's right. Like I'm always very sensitive to things like that. So I think it's that. I think it's everything. I think it's both. But I do think it's right because suddenly I'm just like, you know, I don't doubt the relationship at all. I really don't. There's no one else that I can imagine wanting to be with, wanting to have kids with, wanting, you know, all of that stuff. And yet I just think of there's so many people I know who were in relationships for five years, eight years, 10 years, and then they break up. And that, for some reason, that is freaking me out. But then I think, well, those people weren't necess- weren't married, though. I mean, like, there was some... Well, but then there's a ton of people who get married and break up as well. I don't... Then again, if he, <laughs> if he and I are going to break up, that's going to be going to suck whether we're married or not. I don't, I don't know why it's freaking me out, but it is something about that, like, about the, the hugeness of it is freaking me out. Don't worry. It's, it's only your first marriage. You're going to be totally fine. That is one thing I realized in terms of wedding planning is that if I ever have to plan another wedding, <laughs> I feel like I really will know what I'm doing. <laughs> sure, that's very comforting for Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I did, though, mention some of this to him after I had calmed down. And he was so cool about it. Surpri- but surprisingly, like I was like, I'm surprised that this is not bothering him at all. And then the next day, we talked a little more about it, and I think that that's when it sort of came out that I think it kind of hit him the next day, mm. the implication of what I was saying. Um, but then I, I reassured him that it really it really isn't any doubt about him. It's just feeling like this wedding – I feel like – I felt like the wedding is happening to me. Like I'm not choosing it. Um, so uh-huh. I don't know. Ladies out there or dudes, have you experienced this? I'm wondering. Okay. It sounds just like cold feet, right? Yeah, I mean there is a term but for I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's normal. So I think it's fine. normal. I mean, I the identity thing, I feel like I relate to pretty strongly as far as like I liked being single even when I was engaged, I still felt sing- somewhat single. Mm-hmm. Um and so getting married was like, oh, I have to use the word husband now, which feels uh. weird, and I'm someone's wife now, which feels weird. And Sort of that like relationship I had with my friends who were single felt like it was shifting and just my stand up was totally changing because I wasn't joking about dating life anymore. And there were just all these different things that were shifting and it was extremely overwhelming. Yeah. It, and it, it was is, for a it while. It kind of hits you all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I do relate to that. And I think it's normal. And I think if you just think it through and I think it's good to be honest and open to Daniel about it, too. I mean, you don't want to scare him, mm-hmm. you know, to be reassuring. But I, I totally relate so much to the identity thing because it was very weird for a few months. I mean, dad, but I was happy, right. and I, and I'm fine now. But it took, it took an adjustment. This, um, this is a ridiculous moment. My dad was like, you know, your identity's changing. You're changing from a daughter to a. Of course, my, I think my dad is seeing it very much through his own prism <laughs> yeah. of like the, you know, traditional weddings, which is. I am I a man am giving you to another man. And that's what right. it says. I mean, not, not that he signs off on that being the meaning of it, but like right. that that is sort of culturally what this symbolizes. So um, that's the most emotional part of a wedding to me is when the dad gives her 
gives his daughter away. Like that that always gets me. Well, and in talking to him with my whole like, you know, we can have a kid without being what's the you know, we don't we don't need to be married. Like why are why are we doing this? Um and I could just tell in talking to my dad that like, oh, this has a lot of importance to him. But I mean also I never I never questioned whether I wanted to get married. I mean I've I've always been someone who's known that as a little kid, it was like, eventually I want to get married and have kids. Like, that's always been sort of in my plan for myself. But so anyway, he's like, you know, you're changing from a daughter to uh, a wife and mother. And he's like, I mean, you'll still be a daughter. But then <laughs> I was like bawling by this point. And I'm like, but I just want to be me for a little longer. <laughs> sorry. It was sorry. so cheesy. <laughs> but that is really what I said. I can understand. Totally. Just a little longer. Just want to be me for a few more months. <laughs> So anyway, that, the guys are a little bit nervous. I, I know, <laughs> but it just but and then, <laughs> but then add to this this feeling of I don't want this to be consuming me. I just want to be focused on other stuff. Like that's kind of the biggest rub of it all. Mm-hmm. Like it, like in the course of this, um, I ha- so I had Pete Holmes on my podcast, and that's going to air soon trying to think but yeah you'll hear this before you hear that um but you know in the course of this and that was a like a last minute booking and i was just like oh thank god i want to focus on that not this other shit that's in my head right now yeah that makes sense and that's a great episode anyone who maybe is selective on the monday episodes select that one when it comes out it's he tells some really interesting stories and has some very interesting views on relationships that are yeah very provoking i actually okay here we're gonna talk about the episode before the episode is i actually Felt a little bit bad about some. So he is sort of mentally exploring the idea of open relationships. And um, I don't think that he is polyg- – he's not polygamous, but he's open to talking about it as like, you know, wouldn't that be great if we could do this? And then I really kind of came down hard on the – but it doesn't really work for women and it's very hard for women to separate sex from emotion. I ended – I ended – like a very traditional view of it and I kind of ended up feeling guilty afterwards because Pete grew up – I don't know how much you guys know about Pete Holmes. But he grew up very, very religious and really having a lot of guilt about sex um, and I think that for him exploring these things is kind of like – and I think he says some of this stuff to this effect. Like it's kind of throwing off that old shame and then here I am being like, shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to send him an email like, I hope you know that I'm not actually da-da-da. I just you're, – You're overthinking it. It wasn't that bad. You were giving the other side of a – he was he was explaining – exploring the idea of something from one extreme of the spectrum and you were kind of – being the counterpoint to that and asking the questions that that led him to say more insightful insightful things about it. it okay. You'll hear when Thank you hear you. it, but it's a good episode. Yeah. Everyone should definitely listen to that one. Yes, he was our I'm very sure first guest. Yes, he was. This mm-hmm. is the but and now this is the third time he's been on That's the show right. and the first time he's ever been in the studio with us. That's right. How funny. Um so I think we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. This week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Peter Wyno, and it is titled, Pete, who is neat, thinks it's sweet to listen to Allison because she's fun to listen to and smart. Thank you. Do you like to laugh? I sure do. Do you like to ponder the mysteries of life? For instance, are two pieces of bread slapped together with a nourishing substance like peanut butter? Nay. 
Just plain butter classify as a sandwich? If you find yourself on a dog date with a new friend who has mistaken you for someone else and is desperately trying to get a hold of you to figure out where you are, do you tell the pill-popping cretin to stuff it and her little dog too and stop trying to make new friends? Or whether tis nobler for thou's buttocks, brown eye, to suffer the streams and errant droplets of angry waters, or to take arms against an endless sea of ridicule and by opposing your shower stance, end them. That is a Hamlet reference. Yes, I love that he worked our butthole conversations. In with Hamlet. Yes. The pirate would be so proud. <laughs> These and much, much more can be enjoyed, no, experienced by subscribing to ARIYMBF. I just hope some future episode gets to the bottom of whatever happened to Natalie and Tootie. 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 <laughs> Whatever. I would say so I've, well. I've seen Goodfellas way too many times. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your comment. That was very, very nice. And I enjoyed um, the literary allusions and uh, actually all the references to stuff that's happened on this show. Thank you. But we don't have something. You're welcome. We, we don't have a thing that we play at the end. What is <laughs> Allison just looked thank at you, me space. like I was dropping the ball and I, I had no idea what was going on. I feel like. I feel like a snow like some I feel like a snow globe. My brain is a snow globe and someone like turned me over and shook it around and now like things are settling, but I'm just forgetting carbs. I'm forgetting how <laughs> this goes. What should we do now? We have an email, we have other things that I want to bring up. Um, and we have anything that anyone else wants to bring up. Can I just say this yes. is something for me to bring up? But last week we talked about Chris and my holiday breaks and then you were saying next week we're going to talk about Everyone else's holiday right. breaks. I would like to hear about everyone else's breaks. Okay. I live with Gary. I know what he did, but I don't know what Jenna did. Yeah. I don't know so what Jenna I would just like to hear what Jenna, just did. Hear what Jenna <laughs> did. That's all I can say. It's going to be what disappointing. What we'll creep. be the judge of that. <laughs> it will be. I had a very, my very first very low key break. I did get sick a couple times, which was awful. And um, I went on a, I have some friends that I go to church with. Um, and they invited me to walk from the L.A. Zoo. I saw you tweet about this, and yes. I wondered, is this some kind of joke I don't get? No. <laughs> <laughs> Weird Twitter. Uh, no, I actually did this. We walked from the L.A. Zoo to the – there's a temple, a Mormon temple in Santa Monica. We walked – to it from the LA Zoo, which was about 14 miles. God, I, don't even like, I don't even like making that drive. And I know. And she probably got there faster than you would. <laughs> that was, that was the joke part. I made because it was like it was. It took us. What it was just something fun to do, and actually, it was kind of cool because I really still don't understand LA hardly at all. So I got to see all the neighborhoods that I've like heard people talk about. You know. So anyway, it took us like five hours, and that was probably the most exciting thing. That happened to me during the break. The last mile, I was like, I'm over this. <laughs> like, I'm turning around. There's nothing I want more to be than just at home watching Netflix right that now. That actually does sound – that sounds really fun, it actually. Was. It was really fun. Five hours, the whole thing? Mm-hmm. We did stop for lunch. So uh, that was that was my big adventure. Got some cool presents. I don't know. It was a very relaxed break. I'm usually – Holidays are really stressful because you're. Tra- I didn't travel. My fam. It was. A, I only had a few of my family members with me, so there wasn't like a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it was great. I didn't get in any. How, how many people on the walk? Yeah, there were ten people. I think. Oh, it's not. I thought I was expecting like a really big group. Oh no! A walking my, tour. Head, yeah. yeah, there are a, are a lot of. People. We're all in our visors and fanny packs. No, <laughs> walking through all the different neighborhoods. I thought it was cool. I saw this like the Compton. Scientology place I'd never seen before. Walked through Hollywood, which I'd driven through but never walked through. So I saw like the weird costume guy. I mean, it was. I liked it. I'm sorry if you said this already. How long did it take? Five hours. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. No. How exactly do you even get to Santa Monica on foot from the zoo? Uh, you have to walk along the freeway, basically. There's like the golf course. There's the five and there's a golf course. You walk along that and then you go up the big hill and you're in. You're technically walking through Griffith Park and then you yes. end up in like Silver Lake Echo Park. And yep. you walk the way we drive home from work. Oh, yep. And then you I end see. up in Hollywood and you just kind of go. Take from that's a lot of hills. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. there were some big hills. Jeez. It was exciting. But I got Alan, um, the Fitbit. So he tracked the whole thing and we did like 31,000 steps. Nice. Or something Damn. crazy. Yeah. My mom got that for Christmas. She loves it. It's right. awesome. Well, I, I feel really like a is. sack of shit. <laughs> it's you you never exercise. You <laughs> it's Come on. like a pedometer, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I have one. I, I haven't worn it in, in a long time, but I used to. Um, yeah, it tracks your steps. So, and then you can kind of. It's. Um, I don't know. I think the new ones. Autom- will automatically send, or actually mine will. What the fuck am I saying? See what I'm saying? Snow globe, Allison, snow I know. Settle, <laughs> snow. Um, it'll send the information to an app or mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, or you can have it um, work with a scale or all these. It's very technologically mm-hmm. It tracks your grabby. sleep too. Really? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. Can I ask what, like, what's the purpose of measuring how many steps? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, if you're, I guess if you're going to run the same two miles every day, are you trying to do it in less steps? But you the might next say time? to yourself, I have a goal of 10,000 steps right. a day. So, okay, it has and to be a step set goal yes, for you to right. need this device. Because you would want to know, oh, when I walk, you know, to here and back and up these stairs, how many, how many steps am I taking in the course of a day that I'm not even aware of? Gotcha. I suspect it's less than you think. It's also like they say with the Fitbit, it's like if you can reach your 10,000 steps a day goal and then maintain like a relatively healthy diet, like it's a great way to not necessarily – it depends on your diet, but you will maintain your weight. Like you won't gain weight if you take 10,000 steps a day basically. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I'm up to about (laughs) (laughs) 1,000. 10,000 won't be hard at all to get to from that. Okay, so uh, oh, so Gary, what was your break like? Um, what was my break like? I uh, my girlfriend came into town on Christmas night and stayed until New Year's Day. Um, we had a party at our house on New Year's Eve. Um, she took me to a Ducks game, which I hadn't been to a hockey game in a long time, so that was really fun uh, for Christmas. And then we did the party at our house and went to bed kind of early because she had to leave on New Year's Day. Um, and then other than that, I sat around like a lazy piece of shit and it was awesome. It was great. <laughs> Emails would come in and I'd look at them and be like, nah, not today. <laughs> so, I remember so that. did just see kidding. them. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the, the ones that were pertinent to work, I would reply to yeah. from my iPhone and just say, I'll get to this on this day or whatever. But, um, I just, yeah, I mean, when I was with her, it was a lot of activities and you know, whatever. But, uh, after she left, it was just, I mean, I, I spent the last night of our vacation sitting on the couch in my bedroom from 4 p.m. until I went to sleep at 2, not doing anything, just just staring at the TV, kind of feeling consumed with dread that every second that I sat there, it was closer to this ending. I know. But I still loved it, and it was <laughs> it was what I needed. So Yeah, I actually, for the first time in a really long time, felt some distance from this place yeah, over but, a break. Well, I don't think... I mean, the listeners probably don't know, but that's the longest sustained break I think we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I, it's it's. I mean, it was two it's full only, weeks, right? Yeah, and that's that's only like a three or four day difference. But 
three or four days is a lot. It made lot. such a huge difference. Three or four days is a lot. And it was it was nice because we knew in advance, so you could, like, plan and go do stuff, which, yeah, like, I was a lot more apt to do stuff, you know, earlier in the break because I knew that there were days at the end where I could just laze around if I felt like it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just – we ate a lot of great food. I went to Mosa on um, on New Year's Eve without a reservation. Like an idiot. Really? Walked right in and sat down. It was amazing. The what, one I mean, on what is that? I don't even know. It's a that pizza is. place. Pizzeria Moza. Daniel and it's I live close. It's like a snooty pizza. We live close to that. And I actually thought, I wonder, and then I'm like, oh no, this place would book up for New Year's Eve really far in well, advance. Well, they did. And I was on open table like two weeks in advance. And it was like 3.30 or nothing. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it because I'm not eating dinner at 3.30. Um, but I had a gift card that I'd gotten for Christmas. So it was like... All right, well, worst case scenario, we'll go there. We'll have drinks for like an hour and a half until they give us a seat, and then we'll sit and eat. And we got there, and they were like, yeah, we're not even doing walk-ins for tables. You can go on the list for the bar. And we were like, how long is that? And they were like, 90 minutes. And I was like, okay. Um, Gary. And my girlfriend pipes up and is like, what about those two seats right there? And she kind of like looks over at him and like looks down at her list and like drops her voice really low. And is like, all right, you can take those. Just don't tell anybody. And we sat right down at the bar in these two seats. You just told everybody. <laughs> what, what do you think was the deal with that? I think that they had like just cleared up and like she hadn't called the name yet. And I don't know. Like and Gary was dressed to the nines. Really impressed the hostess. <laughs> Bo- bow tie. Gentleman's choice. <laughs> cumberbund. Okay. Gentleman's choice. And I got cumberbund. Um, yeah. So that was fucking miraculous. Um, so we sat down and we took our sweet time and had – appetizers and pizza best pizza in la if anyone lives in the southern california area there's another location in newport beach check that out it's expensive but it's really good and uh we celebrated east coast new year's at like nine um and then at like nine thirty, we went back to the house and the party was going and we just kind of hung out for a few hours and then had champagne at midnight and went to bed Nice. How was your party? Was it a party? That's a big party. No. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, there was, was a party, not a party. We know what a party, yeah, party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a very small group. I would say like 15 to 20 people. Not too bad. Our house is under construction right now, so there's no like kitchen, for instance. Uh, yeah. Um, it looked like a construction site. And there's, there's, we like, put streamers over yeah. boxes and stuff. There's all the cabinets for the kitchen that are now like sort of going into place. We're just like in the family room. So like most of the party was in the garage. It, w- it was an interesting party. But it was fun. I mean, we had a <laughs> good time. Fun. All right. I didn't go to bed till six in the morning. Gary went to bed early. We had a yeah. we had a party till pretty late in the morning. Did fun. you have a drug pinata? No. <laughs> and in fact, uh, our roommate listens to the show and was like, "Wait a minute, what kind of party is this?" I heard something about a pinata. I'm like, dude, <laughs> be, there's not going to be a pinata. To be this fair, party. that was me fucking with you. Oh, was it? I went to him like he uh, an, email, <laughs> an email went out like, "Hey, we're gonna have this party." And like the next time I saw my roommate Randy's brother, I was like, "Hey, man." You sure you're okay with this part? This kid does drug pinata shit. <laughs> he was like, no fucking drug pinata. And I'm just sitting there like, of course he's not going to be a drug pinata. But this is like a video game now. This is hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yeah. They invited me to their party and I remember texting Matt, nope, I'm going to be in uh, Venice. I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. I can't be there. It's like, oh no, I'm good. I'm going to hang out in Venice tonight. Yeah. So much for not saying the city. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Whatever, it's, like, it's a city like in California on the water. The weird- I, I'm sorry. I can, I I can to, be talking about Italy. Just because of that, I have to bring this up. For listeners of the Monday show, I hope everyone thought it was as hilarious as I did when Dawson said that he was getting a quote on his website for $18,000, and oh, then yeah. he announced that it was 10% of that, but he wasn't going to tell anybody how much it was. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I got a friend's rate, so I don't think I should tell anyone what it was, but it was 10%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so tell me what you guys would do in this situation. It's not life or death. It's the opposite of it. So there's these popsicles that I like. <laughs> opposite of life and death. Yeah. What, <laughs> is, the, what is the opposite? Well, I figure life and death are opposites of one another. So right. I'm so what is the opposite of both of them? Just, just very just mundane. Functioning. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, bare, just coasting. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those issues that you have when you are just coasting. <laughs> These popsicles that I enjoy, I think they're sugar-free. They're called uh, yo-sickles. Oh, my God. That's not the problem. I think they're sugar-free. Sounds like they have a lot of sugar in them, but you've convinced yourself are they, that they're sugar-free. Uh, yeah. Are they called yosicles because there's yogurt in them? Yeah, they're oh, okay. a fudge-sickle brand. No, maybe they're – is it yo-yos. yogurt? They're yo-yo popsicles. They're on a string. You put them down and they come back out. I don't, I don't know if they're if it's yogurt or no. yo-play. Well, I guess that would be yogurt as well. Anyway, they're like an offshoot of uh, fudge-sickles. They're mm. vanilla and chocolate. Um they're 40 calories a piece, so I do think they are either sugar-free or, or low-calorie anyway. Um, so they used to be really, really good because they had a really good proportion of vanilla and chocolate. But lately, when I bust into one of my yosicles, like this is 92% chocolate and 8% vanilla. And it was the vanilla I liked better. Typical. So, of course, I have to mention Ugh. this every time. It doesn't slow me down, but I, I just think, why am I even – why am I wasting my time with Yosicles? They they were so good. That's and how I they was, get you, though. I know. That's they hooked like me. like six packs. I, I, sh- I wish I could go back in time. In fact, I was at my parents' house recently, and there was a box there from back when before the, the change happened. And I was like, it reminded me of how good they used to be and how not good they are anymore. Did well, you take the rest of them, or are there still like a few I awesome yosicles down Newport? I wanted to, but I worried about what would happen to the integrity of the sickle well, on my way you, back to L.A. I don't well, have a cooler. When you break out a Ziploc bag and some yeah. ice. It's only an hour. I've totally taken frozen goods. We know from, you have. <laughs> from Orange County I thought to of it. L.A. I, I totally really, fine. I did so think of it. turned out okay. So here's the thing. Daniel said, not seriously – I don't think. Why don't you call them and give them your feedback? And I was like, yeah. I just might because there isn't, you know, there's that number on every single product of yeah. like, good luck you know, getting in. Comments, <laughs> questions, comments. Yeah. Right. I would like to know what Daniel thought when you replied. <laughs> Maybe I will. I know. Get me my phone. Well, this is, we've had this conversation a few times. I finally I said I'm going to bring it up on the Thursday show. Should I call? Yes. yes. Absolutely. There's something stopping me. I think it's dignity. No, you know what you should Leave do? Leave it at the door. You know what you should do? You yeah. Should, you should figure out – you should tweet them. Oh, that's better. Because then they see there your you follower go. count yeah. and then they're like, oh, shit. That's, that's way better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an embarrassing power- tweet to have in my <laughs> yeah. timeline. Wait, wait till after this episode airs and then all your followers will okay. at least have some that's context true. for it. But there's no, there's no downside because no. – 99% of the time, they just give you something for free. Didn't but, one of your old roommates write a strongly worded letter to Taco Bell or some shit and get some coupons? Um, Maybe. There was an experience. Was Jack in the Box. It might have been Jack. Yeah our, yeah, our buddy Bob did that. He did write a very <laughs> sternly written letter about yeah. like, Jack in the Box tacos, I think is yeah. what it was. They got drunken food from Jack in the Box at 2, 2 a.m. and he was displeased. <laughs> I, I wonder. He may have forwarded me that email. I got to see if I can find it. I had to think in high school with my friends in Quiznos where they took away like this Quiznos sub that we really liked. And together, <laughs> that's how nerdy we did were. Did you get it back? As a group, we wrote a letter to Quiznos about bringing the sandwich back. Nothing free, but I'll tell you what. That sandwich is back in Quiznos now. There you go. There it you took go. almost a decade, but I swear to God, the chicken Milano sub is at Quiznos, <laughs> and you all have me to thank. 
It took a decade, but you think that was in your oh, life. Yeah, slow mail. See, I you've peaked. I think what's stopping me <laughs> is I don't want to be the person that took the time out of my life. To, like, I feel like it's 90-year-old women and your no. friend who call in. But a tweet is so mm. quick. Yeah, I mean, a the tweet is so embarrassing, though. No, it's though. not. Not not after this episode airs because your okay. followers are going to get on board and help you. <laughs> You're going to create but, an online mob. But I'd like to point out that, like, your fear of not wanting to be that person should have gone out the window after the second conversation with Daniel. I know. I've wasted a lot of time about so it. so much time to this that that should be embarrassing more than the tweet. Well, it started with me Googling it thinking maybe there's a lot of angry people who <laughs> Also, I can't be alone. Feel, I, generally, I can't be when I have some reaction to a product. It's like there's always people out there who agree with you about this. Like my, um, I, I'm happy to report I got a new iPhone and the button was like sticking and clicking in this weird way mm-hmm. that I thought was just, oh, they've changed the design of it. But no, then no. I went online and, and saw that people were having problems with that. And then I went to Apple Store and I got a new one yeah. and I like it a thousand million times better. Yes. Okay. But apparently I'm the only one who's upset with the Yosical vanilla chocolate situation. Start I a think, forum. I don't know. Class action I lawsuit. think possibly people just like chocolate better, and so they're happy with I think they reformulated it to appeal to those people. Mm. Allison, mm. don't don't second guess your palate. You no. you know what you yeah. like. Um and if I've no if I've learned anything in the last like twelve years of my life, the squeaky wheel does get the grease. And every job I've had, every, like I've worked in a lot of restaurants, every Every customer I don't want a said the quietest kid <laughs> in this company. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not one of them. But I, what I've seen is every every customer that's complained about something. You know, I'll, I'll go to the manager and say, "Hey, table five is upset about." And before I could even get it out, they hand me like three free appetizer cards. Just give it to them. Go. All right. It's like so things like that. Like nobody. Free. Sometimes they just don't want to hear it. But other, but. Things will happen because somebody complains. I will do it then. Do it. Look where we were. Did you see the? Oh, do you want? Go ahead. Did you see the um, Jeannie Gaffigan thing about the pickles when she went on Twitter and talked about pickles? No. And it was Clausen pickles, and Mm -hmm. she, you, those are refrigerated. She bought them and then put them in her cabinet, and all she did was ask them like. Hey, are my pickles bad? Because I forgot to put them in the fridge. And it turned into like a week long Twitter thing. And then they finally got back to her and gave her like lifetime pickles. I'm just saying. You also, can do this. Exciting. You can do this. I mean, I see so many, so many celebrities tweet to airlines. Airline. I know. I know. This could be your. It's my cosplay. <laughs> but here's the question though when you tweet to an airline, you get a free airline ticket. I never have. You decide that you're going to tweet to this Yosical company. They're going to send you a lifetime supply of Yosicals that you don't want? Well, I still eat them. Of course you want okay, them. Okay, you're still going to eat them. I just want to make I sure. I want them. I've never but had maybe, it. I want, yeah. I want but that. it's a big company. It's whoever makes great. fudgesicles. Yeah. So, I don't know who that is. It's I want. It's like fudgesicles are delicious or would... something. I mean, it's not Nabisco, but here. Can you look that up? Nestle. Yeah. Can you put the Nestle. mic no, on? It's through? like yellow, right? Or is <laughs> yeah. It like, yeah. Drew, put the mic down. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait, you get talking popsicles. I get, I get, I get, He's heated. He's heated. They make casual. big sticks. They make firecrackers. And these are just yeah, names. All, the boxes always look the same. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they've been around forever. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I think I can now see Now they're the, messing with my mm, sweet. Big, oh, big popsicle. They also make a uh, strawberry and I think it's banana yosicle. Ooh, that sounds good. <sighs> sounds really not, good. It's not as good. Oh. I've tried it. I don't know. It looks like the company is named Popsicle, but I can. Oh. They may have. A I was going to say company. for some reason I think it's Popsicle, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Unilever, Popsicles, their, their, their a parent company? company is Unilever. 
Oh, see, I'll get soap. There you go. There they are. Look, show them. There's the photo are. of you. Well, there's the the fruity osicles. These Those, are fruity never mind, ones. I don't. Okay, I was, these swirls. Oh yeah, maybe they're called. Are they called swirls? Layers. Swirls? Maybe that's what they're called. There are swirls with a Z that are chocolate and vanilla. That's what they are. Oh, I thought they're yeah. They look well, good. The color, swirls. They're the, yosicle swirls. Did the colors <laughs> used to be different? Because this this box appears like it's chocolate dominant. <gasps> Maybe they ch- Oh, I'm going to have to compare the boxes. Maybe they've just gone a totally <laughs> oh, they different direction. Who are they box? trying to It was a chocolate dominant box. How dare you? Was oh, it? <laughs> now I have a disgusting story. Well, I don't think it's disgusting, but we're jumping from food to something else very rapidly. But, oh, Gary, when we used to talk about pulling scabs yeah. off our head, through our hair, was yeah. that that was before this iteration of the Thursday show, right? Like, you have no, you I guys. Heard about it. You have. Okay. Yeah, you talked You've, about it. It didn't. No, it, I've heard no, about it, but it the didn't. The genesis origi- of yeah. it was before More Best Friend. Okay. Well, anyway, so it's something that we've bonded over, something that I used to do. And a lot of people have written in to say how much they also enjoy pulling, picking a scab off their head and, and pulling it through their hair. Anyway. Um, so I mentioned on the Adam Carolla show that I was like picking at something on my neck. And then I remembered that it, I had burned myself with a straightening iron. And then I like wanted to throw up. Because it has to – for me, it has to be the found scab. It can't be something you did yourself because then you're like a right. cutter. Anyway, though, so I left it all alone. So I'm in the app. <laughs> this is so gross. I'm in the Apple store waiting for my appointment with a genius so I can get my new phone. And I'm like fiddling with – you know, I haven't, I haven't touched it in a long time. So I'm fiddling with the thing on my neck. And all of a sudden I realize, oh, yes, the scab's going to come off in one big piece. And mm-hmm. it does. And I'm like, fuck. I didn't know what to do. So I put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that's it that's and the then, show and then because after music Gary <laughs> <laughs> I put it in my pocket and then when I got to the parking lot I pulled it out. I can't I cannot believe I'm telling yes. this story pulled it out and for a second I was like oh no how oh, I lost it because that is like it's like it's good it's luck like, now no that's like um, it's like uh you know, e- eating something down to the best part and then losing the best part. Mm. If you follow my drift. But it's not food, it's scabs. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to eat it. I'm just saying I was really looking forward to you seeing lost, what You I lost was. the chocolate nugget at the bottom of your drumstick cone. <laughs> so I was like, oh no! All this preparation, slipping it into my pocket. But then I, I finally found it and took a look and then I let it go. Mm. But that's, that's what that new Robert Redford <laughs> movie, All Is Lost, that's actually what that one's about. <laughs> I honestly can't believe I'm telling this. But yeah, I just, uh, for people out there who... <clears throat> are on this particular weird wavelength, wouldn't you have also done the same thing? Because I didn't know what to do. In I didn't know. I felt Just super, drop it. Just drop it. In, Not the, Apple in the Apple store? Like no. they don't vacuum that shit every day? Like they got security cameras. They're going to find out who dropped it? I would have put it in my mm, pocket. Too. Two reasons why I didn't want to do that. One, you want to look at it in I the parking lot. I wanted to get lot. a good look. I wanted to get a good look. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have Fair to study it. I don't even two, need a second reason. You're I a member understand. of civilized society? Yeah. I just felt like it's that thing where you think you're being really surreptitious, but probably someone across the way is like she's <laughs> picking at her neck, and now she's looking at a thing. You know, it, it's yeah. yeah. I just felt like I can't do that in the Apple Store. Well, because you're so irresponsible, some someone got a free scab. Someone got a scab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did eventually find it though, right? Is that? Oh yeah, yeah it, it was just in my Don't pocket. Worry, Chris. Don't pocket. worry, Chris. Don't worry, Chris. Just sometimes jean pockets, things can get sort of in the in the crevices of the pockets. Mm. But yeah, mm. I found it, and it, no, it's all good. It's fine now. Good. All right. And I'm not Sorry. going back Boy, to like – <laughs> I'm not even scratching it at the spot on my neck anymore. Like I'm 
being a real grown up about it, not hurting myself. Not that hurting myself was a thing I did, but I'm just anyway. Okay, um, I think we have an email, right? It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. All right, so this uh, this topic sombrero email comes from Christian A, and the subject is question for the Thursday gang. So my girlfriend and I have an ongoing discussion as to whether or not it makes more sense to use the phrase "it's all downhill from here" when referring to a positive or negative scenario. I prefer the former because I always think of how someone riding a bicycle and how much easier it would be to ride downhill. For instance, I finished my chemistry and calculus finals on the same day and only had a philosophy final for left. left so I proclaimed, "At least it's all downhill from there." However, my girlfriend did not agree with my use of the phrase. So, how do you guys think the phrase should be used? Also, if you read this email on the show, or just you yourself, Gary, thanks for taking the time. I truly appreciate it. I'm a freshman college student at the University of Arizona, experiencing bouts of homesickness, trying to fit in with peers, have fun, balancing school and work, and figure out what kind of person I'm going to be, and what I'm going to do with my life. Thanks to everyone at Corolla Digital for giving me an escape with your hilarious and often thought-provoking podcast. Stay awesome, guys. Thank you so much, and hang in there. What did he say? What year he is? Freshman. That's hard. It's a hard adjustment. Yeah, everything so. he said, uh, describing himself, he sounds like a freshman college student. So that's yeah, totally normal. Totally normal. Um, well, it's funny that he mentions this because didn't this come up on our live podcast at? Uh, yeah, it did. It was right before. I, uh, it, this, it, it does right sound before familiar. I told Chris he was an asshole for thinking a butter sandwich was. A <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah. That's the part, yeah. Yes. And you can get, by the way, this is not just to plug that, but I am going to plug that. You can get our live uh, bonus PodFest episode in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. And Doug Benson is on the episode and Matt Costa and Gary and Matt and Chris. And Jenna wasn't there that day because she couldn't be there. I have to throw that in because I don't don't want people to think – that I didn't ask you to come or something. Oh well, yes, I couldn't go. I was gone. Sorry, everybody. But it's still but a definitely good episode. check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yeah. So anyway, um, yes, I find this very confusing because if something if something went downhill or goes downhill, then that is bad. Yeah. However, if something is all downhill, it seems like it should be good because going downhill on a bike or walking okay. is good. Okay, but the problem, the, the modifier is from here, so that that insinuates that you've peaked. Mm. Correct. That that's how I've always understood it. I I think it's a confusing turn of phrase, also, and I don't use it for that exact reason because I'm always in my head fucking around trying to figure out if I'm saying it right. But from here is always how I understood it: as you are at the peak, this is as good as it's going to get. So, so from here, you are. It's nothing but negative. So if right. you were to a oh, right, right, but if you were to say. And it's all downhill. That's that's an easier – yeah. Because that, that, that insinuates would... you know, that there's less effort involved in whatever you're going yeah. to have to be doing. But from here, I think, is what changes it. I thought there actually were hard and fast – I thought there should be a hard and fast rule about it. But I looked it up and it seems yeah. to be that it's just context. It's, it seems to be one of those things that everyone disagrees on. Hmm. I've never heard of it. 
I've only heard of it in like the negative way. Like it's yeah. all downhill from here. I've right. never even this is like opening my brain to a whole new perspective. Right. I, like, for the most part I think it is used negatively. It's mm-hmm. just confusing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it could be used incorrectly in a way that would suggest that it was used positively, like, hey, you gotta you gotta go through the first twenty pages of that packet, but after that it's all downhill after that. Like I could see, but I could see where that would sound negative. Yeah, right, right. Maybe it always means negative, and it's just some people use it to mean positive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, people who use it positively are probably just not doing it right. Yeah, I think in general that's correct. I see what he's saying with the whole bike riding or skiing analogy or whatever. Like, yes, that's that's definitely true, but um, yeah, I think the insinuation is that you peaked. But if you are on rollerblades, like Matt used to be when it was his thing, and you're in San Francisco and you're going down like Lombard Street or That's something, um, that would not – it's that all downhill. Shit. Uh, That'd be can scary. Can I just no. tell you all, true story, <laughs> downhill on rollerblades, only time I ever broke my arm. <gasps> yep. Going downhill. I was probably 12 or 13 years old. Be honest. Were you trying to use the brakes? Uh, no. No, I'm pretty badass like Why that. Why not? I, I broke my arm rollerblading too. Downhill? No, I was, I, I, I was on that would be awesome. I was on level ground. Okay, yeah, I was going downhill. Can I tell the story? It's please, kind of, it's kind please. of gross. It's a little gross. Grosser than me putting a scab in my Nothing pocket. Nothing as gross as that. No, but uh, rollerblading downhill must have been a rock or something went in between the wheels, oh, no. fell, which hurt a lot, but it wasn't a big problem. I was just kind of splayed out on the street. The problem was my friend on his bike didn't know, couldn't really react fast enough. <laughs> And ran over my arm oh my with God. his bike. <laughs> the excruciating pain of the bike tire breaking my arm. Oh. I lifted my head up. The pedal from the bike knocked me unconscious. Oh, no. I woke some time later. In the hospital? No, I was still on my friend's street. <laughs> and uh, my friend's dad is like this totally sarcastic guy. Oh, no. And he was just like, it's not broken. It's just a scratch. Like, meanwhile, my bone is Practically coming oh out of my, my arm. Yeah. <laughs> Told you it was gross. Yeah. Um, and actually, my parents were out of town that weekend, so I, I, uh, I wasn't even with my family. It was just a fucking nightmare. But yeah, going downhill, always a bad thing. So what happened? You just uh, got a cast? Yeah, I had a cast. Yeah, that whole summer. Everybody like, signed it? was it? right at the beginning of summer. So, uh, no, because school wasn't so in no session. Swimming. Yeah. Too bad. No, no swimming, swimming the whole summer. That's, that's right. Bullshit. No swimming the whole summer. Sucks. Horrible. Chris, that's anyway. awful. Going downhill, Man. it's all downhill over here. Chris, yeah. When you broke your arm rollerblading, were you trying to do a trick of some sort? Uh, well, it wasn't like uh-huh. not like a stunt. I was I was working on my knuckle puck, and then oh, what uh, is that? <laughs> oh come on, how dare you? It's Mighty knuckle Ducks too. Yeah, Grace Mighty Ducks. Oh. It's hard to be accurate, but it drives goalies it's crazy. In, it's Mighty Ducks one. Jenna it has was on it's TV. Two. It's actually two. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's D two. It's D two. How dare you? It's D two. Yeah, it's Russ, Russ this Thompson. is how oh, Alan feels right. about Mighty Ducks. That's right. My bad. All right. Okay. International team. One out of five. I got confused between that and one out of five. All right. Sorry. Mighty Ducks was on television last night. I don't remember what channel, but I didn't remember the whole beginning of how he becomes the coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gets a DUI. A DUI. Very I didn't dark. remember that, right? So I'm. we're sitting here watching it, and I was on my computer. What does his license plate say? And I go, I don't know. I can't re- I go, what are you watching? Like, total attitude. And Alan was, like, kind of mad at me for a while. Yeah. He's like, you don't remember this movie? <laughs> and then went on to lecture me. And then actually at one point made me focus and rewound a part that he really wanted me to see. 
Nice. Cool I fucking just, laugh at that. There Good for is you, just Alan. so much passion Good for, for this movie. As well, there's so be. much passion. Should I see it? Shaped 20 years of my life. Exactly. At least, at I told, least watch. I actually told Alan that it shaped your life, and he was like, me too. And he really related. Really. You need to watch the like, first two. I feel like me and your husband would get along. <laughs> what was, what was the thing you tweeted about that I... <laughs> Oh, the Chicago, the Harrison Ford, or no? Yeah. It was oh Jane Lynch. Yeah, yeah. you mean that the science or the doctor who saves? Uh, what did yeah, he yeah. say? Uh, it was the movie you were, you were, The Fugitive. Yeah, you were referring to Jane Lynch about something, and he was like, "You mean the doctor who saves Harrison Ford in The Fugitive?" And I was like, "That's your reference for Jane Lynch." Good pull. I like that, Allison. <laughs> let me share my love for D two with you. I am D two, the Mighty Ducks. I. I'm one of those guys – you know that annoying guy that when you watch a movie with someone and they know all the lines and they'll say the line like probably a split second before yeah. the – and it's the worst? That's me. <laughs> when I watch D2, that's me. I'm that guy. So you're <laughs> doing a knuckle puck and you broke your arm? I know every line. Yeah. Well, I, I got so mad. I think I swung and missed and I picked it up and I tried to drop kick the thing and I fell. <laughs> 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 Like stupid puck, wow. and I tried to drop kick, and I fell, and I landed on my arm, and I broke it. Who's in D two? It's a lot. Uh, I mean, Emilio Jackson. Jackson. Oh, I love Pacey. <laughs> You'll love Pacey. This is, is yes. pre-Pacey. You mean yes. Charlie Conway? Little, yeah. he's little. Oh, D two is my facts of life. Then yeah. I want to see it. Who yeah. else is in it that I would have heard of? Anyone? Uh, Keenan Thompson, Keenan Thompson. Oh, okay. who does the knuckle puck. Everybody from the movie The Heavy Heavyweights, if you've seen yeah. that movie, <laughs> yeah. one of the, another one of the greatest films one. of all time. Agreed on that one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, it's all the same kids. Basically, it Mighty is. Ducks was successful, and they're like, let's find another movie about <laughs> yeah. kids. Oh, most of them are fat. Let's make let's a movie about fat kids. Yeah, exactly. A really oh, that interesting. Does sound good. Oh, it was a great. great. It's a great. Ben Stiller's in it. I own Heavyweights. You can Me too. It, I want to see <laughs> it. Amazing you know what? Movie. I think this was a little. These were a little bit after my time. Probably is why I didn't see them because they sound like the kind of things I would have seen. You, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks Two, pretty great. Matt and I, Matt and I discussed this. We used to we used to pre pregame to D two before we go rollerblading. Yep, <laughs> that's, how, that's how you get excited. Would, well, sure. I would I would watch the whole movie and then sure. go rollerblading. That sure. was my Isn't day. That, Hopefully, the streetlights weren't done? on yet. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it gets you amped. That's so cool. Yeah, I, it was something. <laughs> no, it sounds. It's no, it I, I cool. can get into She's it. She's right. Yeah, she's right. It is that cool. why you played hockey? Yeah. It is. Wow. I know. That's why, I didn't that's realize why I it did. was so inspirational. Yeah, you, you looked at me like I was insane it's when like, I said it shaved 20 yeah. years of my life, but it did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. you saw it in, in the theater, Little did my Jenna? parents know I how did. I, I grew up with those being. movies, yes. I, I remember watching them, but I I just liked, uh, I loved the cast. I like was in love with every single one of those yeah. kids. Oh, by I the loved way, them. Heavyweights, Joshua Jackson. Oh. Heavyweights written by Judd Apatow. Yeah. Oh. It was his first Early, early, early Apatow. Yep. I feel like I've been asleep on so much of culture. Yeah. Snow globe. That's great. Sleeping on. What did you say? Snow globe. I know. I've got real snow globe brain happening. <laughs> Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? I have a Just Me or Everyone. I don't think I've done it before. I cannot – it's a confession. I cannot use a round brush without tying knots in my hair. Agreed. Same. Ugh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Because you read magazines and they all just expect us to have what? round brush well, skills. what I want to know is how do girls get their arms to like bend enough in the back to, to, get, yes. to like get back I feel like there. I'm just like doing it – 
Long it's ways. horrible. Okay. Well, for, yeah. for the listeners, explain to them because we all know uh, what the benefits of a round brush is compared to a flat brush. Well, I don't really know, but it's supposed to be really good for um, getting volume into your hair, right. for smoothing it. For it's just supposed to be better. It's kind of like the holy grail of brush, but I've never been able to do it. But only mm. like Stylist hairdressers and like really pretty girls that I went to high school with know how to use them. Yes. Oh, you have to I, will say, I bet Lynette knows how. <laughs> like I'll say to someone, your hair looks so good. Did you use rollers? Round brush. I can't. Yeah. yeah. There's technique involved. Okay. Yes. That I can't. There but is. it's. But I feel it. But but I kind of understand the technique. It's just that actually the thing always gets <laughs> trapped in my hair, and then I feel like <laughs> I'm just trying to pull it out of my hair, and then you just end up with a huge like rat nest and of some yeah. broken hair. Oh, yeah. broken. Yeah, big time. It's, yeah, yeah. Krista says I get nervous pulling up to the automatic car wash because of the pressure to line up my wheels on the track. Yes, yes. a little bit. Or uh, when I take my car for an oil change, and I have to drive onto this track, and there's a big hole in the middle. Every time I think, I'm, I'm just going to drive into that hole if I'm not careful. When I'm in the automatic car wash, which I, I've only done a couple of times, but when I do it, I'm always afraid that I'm not going to see the sign or like the indicator for when I'm supposed to pull forward and there's going to be a line behind me. And yeah, it's a little bit stressful. Mm-hmm. Think Blue says, just me or when entering a person's home for the first time, I ask if I have to take off my shoes. I don't always ask, but oftentimes I wonder. Only if you see a pile of shoes. Yeah. If there's a bunch of shoes yeah. by the door, then it's... Only polite. You should kick them off, yeah. I don't like doing it, though. I don't like doing it either, <laughs> but I respect that it's not my home. Right, exactly. You have to. I'm always happy to take my shoes off. It makes me feel relaxed. We know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> right, because if I knew it was going to be a shoes off house, I would have worn cute socks right. or something. That's you the know? thing. I, I feel like I need to be prepared. Yeah. I can't do it I because, the, you know, it's, a, it's such a stereotype. It's like, oh. Of course, you don't want shoes on because I'm Asian. Right, that's an Asian thing. Yeah, but really, I, growing up, I always thought clean. it actually. I thought I think it was an Asian Asian family was the first time I encountered that. So I thought it was an Asian thing. I grew up with it. It is. I grew well because oh, really? I grew up in Korea, and there oh. were actually <laughs> we had like the room that you drop your shoes off, and then you go into the house, like a shoe room. That was, was it like carpeted? next to the front door? Mm-mm. I went on a that yacht, and they wouldn't sense. let me wear shoes on. Onto the onto the boat. Why? Humble, that was Humble brag. It was with Adam. Yeah, it was a Vic <laughs> Edelbrock's yacht. It was like a huge yacht. It's the only yacht I've ever been on. But yeah, no shoes allowed. Weird. Yeah, that was weird. Is it for slipping? Because they're no, it's because no. it'll scuff up the dust. Yeah, because it's uh, so nice. Wow. My, my shoes would mess it up and devalue the yacht. That's right. fancy. Yeah. So no shoes. Mr. Presidential Facts says, just me or everyone, when I see a unisex bathroom, I rub the door gently and think, baby, I'm going to show you what it's like to be with a real man. Nope. And I'm now um, scared of this person. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that you called it Mr. Presidential Facts when oh, it's my presidential facts. That's what facts. I meant. I like when people share ridiculous shit like this, though. <laughs> um Sunlit Cactus says, feel the need to make an excuse or self-deprecating comment when ordering an obscenely fattening meal with a Diet Coke. I could see that. Sure. Like, well, and a Diet Coke because I'm trying to watch my weight or something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I have done the thing where I would want two things on the menu and I have to tell my friend, like, hey, pretend this is yours because I don't want to seem like a fat ass. Yeah, I'll do the, like, ask for more butter. Yeah. Or ask for more butter. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. Or, oh, no, or if I'm finishing their plate up, I would, like, you have to put my empty yeah. plate in front of you. So I've it doesn't done look that. Like, yeah. I am sure the listeners are befuddled to hear that you've ordered two entrees at the same time. Oh, man. When I, on cruises, 
everything's free. It's a lot of boat stuff. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I have a boat brain right now. On cruises, everything's free. And so when you go to dinner, you could – what you know, when Damashek said you could order the, the wheel. You could order everything. <laughs> so I would order two appetizers, like three entrees, a couple desserts just for me. And I turned out okay, right? <laughs> when did you go on cruises? Oh, okay, I've been on one cruise, but I ordered a lot of food. Was it fun? Yeah, they're they're super fun. I mean, the food's not amazing, but but there's tons of it. Tons of food, yeah. free room service, everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a very luxurious trip. Uh oh, yawn. Uh oh, here we go. Mars L <laughs> says, "Always not sure if the news I am listening to is talking about the SEC or the FCC. <laughs> Sound the same to me." I could see where that would sound the same. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ryan Bethel says, just me or everyone, when someone refers to Shakespeare as the bard, I want to slap them across the face. <laughs> I totally said, called him, said the bard earlier in the show. Did you really? I did. Wow. Luckily, it was You've had all enough slaps. Yeah. It was during the, so the Ryan, letter when they did the Hamlet please. reference? Right. Okay. So, sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Elise says... Uh, Hates when someone has their blinds open for sunlight in the bathroom. Always close them when I go in. Yes. I Okay, when I move into a place, the first thing I do is – not the first thing, but one of the things I do is check out the view from every window. And then I move in and have everything shut ever since. I feel like in the entire time I've lived in a whole place, I've had the blinds or the windows <laughs> open probably like once or twice. It's weird. I mean I try to open them more just to remind myself that, hey – you can do this, and it's actually pretty out there. There's a world out there. But so I you, tend you, to keep it all shut. So you move in, you look at the window, you soak it in for, for a few, and all right, Daniel, close them. Yeah, we're done shut with that. Down. <laughs> yeah. So wait, exactly. when, you, when, you're mo- when you're apartment hunting and looking out all the windows, is there like a grand like idea that in this place we're going to be windows, blinds open kind of people? No, I think – because that would, that would require me acknowledging that I'm a blinds closed kind of person – but I'm just Which saying, is it just happening like, right now. But it sounds like you're, it sounds like you're, you you might be broken on a place if it didn't have a decent view from one of the windows. Yes. Well, because when you walk into a place, you when you go in to check to check out a place, usually they don't even have window dressings or they right. have all the windows open and everything. So you begin to think the view is important. Right. But I have found, um, in my day to day living, it's not since I never really see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so much the view, but I just like natural light. There's only, there's only one window in my bedroom, and the blinds have been closed since the day I moved in. That's what I'm – yeah, that's that how I am. a year ago. What? I just like to be able to walk around naked or in pajamas. Yeah. You yep. can still do it with the windows open. Mm, well, the problem that's is, is the, the fear. The, yeah. window, the window in my room, to give myself a little bit of defense, is 18 inches from the street, and it's at, like, shoulder level. So yeah. if anyone's yeah. walking by my house, it's like they're in my bedroom, basically. Yeah, you can't leave yeah, it open. Yeah, I mean, it, if, if – if people couldn't see in, I would leave them open. It's just always that, like, I don't... Oh, that's I, why you close them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alan will come home from work sometimes and walk around and open the blinds and be like, could you just, like, let a little light in Yeah, that's how at I some am. point? Because I don't care. I could have it dark. I could just work in the dark, and I don't care. Do you like it to actually be dark in a room, though? Because Daniel likes pretty low light, and I like a lot of light, just artificial light, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, like I go low. crazy. I like it. I go crazy when it's low mood lighting, and then I drop something or I can't find something, oh, okay. and I and then I I have to like flip on a light angrily. Like I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it dark. Yeah, I don't know. 
I guess I just don't think about it because when you're just working on your computer, I just like I zone out so much. It's not a priority. Well, here in the warehouse, we have skylights and they work very well. In fact, I think they magnify even the light the way they're made. So it, yeah, it gets it's really well lit here during the day. But around probably like <laughs> three. I'm sorry. Lynette called me like four months ago. Oh, right. Really pissed off and was like, how the fuck do you turn these lights off? I hit all the switches and the lights are still oh, on. No. I've gotten like, a call from an intern too. Lynette, those are skylights. Someone, someone <laughs> called. You just hear like – you hear the phone like drop to your waist. Fuck. Lisa, they're skylights. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We left, we left her here. <laughs> her name's Jody. I don't know why I couldn't think of it right then. But yeah. yeah. I've gotten a call from an intern too like freaking out. He, he said uh, – Holy shit. Well, there's a level Somebody of Somebody left whole exactly. the lights. I don't know what to do. And they you know cuz you're scared that Adam's going to find out. There's a level of fear that Adam right. will find out and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's but a wonderful Anyways, it gets dark here. Yeah. For some reason though it gets dark here around 3:34. Yeah. And to the point where I can't even be in there because it's too dark. I have to turn on the lights on because I need light. It, it, I'll fall asleep. I I get I get lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like do you do you use those blackout curtains in your rooms or anything no, like that? No, I wish I had those. Oh, see, I can't stand that. Really? I, I'm at, you like me, it to be kind of light when you sleep too? Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I can sleep. I can sleep with all the lights on. I can sleep anywhere. Mm. Um, I love in a hotel when it's like inky black. Pitch. It's no, like the only yeah. time I experience I know. that. Oh, yes. and then so good. I do that and then I'll sleep in until one. Exactly. And then do you make it really oh. freezing cold too? <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. That's the point, yeah. Girls. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, especially in Vegas, that's where they they yeah. want they know you're going to be at a casino until four in the morning, so they want you to There's they want no you to sleep light. in yeah. and then join join us when you wake up. Interesting side note about we were talking about Gary saying that if you leave lights here, you know Adam's going to kill you. It's not just I think everyone knows, but it's not really he that he's going to kill you. you. It, it, no, it's that you will become the subject of like twenty minutes on the podcast. <laughs> And no one really wants to be on the receiving end of that except Mike August. Interestingly, when we were in Sacramento, he said to me, he's like, yeah, any little thing that goes wrong, I always tell Adam. I always tell him. It gives him material. I always tell him. And I had wondered. I had wondered, Mike August, how do you handle being talked about all the time in, in a negative way? You know, But I think, I think he – He's a weird probably dude. Just, yeah, but I, th- I, also, I also think he has a literal vested interest – in um, maybe literal is not appropriate there. He has a vested interest in the show, and so he, he thinks he's helping, you know, to create <laughs> content. Yeah. For the record, you get a little more than just the twenty minutes on the air. Yeah, yeah see, you that's get, not yeah, the true. fear. The fear is not, at least for me, the it's fear the is not what happens on the, the air. The oh God, I've yeah. never gotten one of those. You're lucky. I just mm. pooed myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Just go ahead and <laughs> think about that one. For is, how does that go? The private shaming. It, it's a lot like. Remember when your parents would say, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it lasts for like 15 minutes. And uh, at a certain point, you're like, yeah, no, you're right, I got it. It's like, yeah, but, and then <laughs> Do you, it's like the phone um, call just started again. <laughs> the, the, the circling back. That yeah. my parents would do that. Like the the horrible conversation would be over, and my dad would like go to his room, and then you'd hear footsteps coming back. No. He had more to say. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Anytime someone will bring up a calzone on the show, you could just hear Dawson groan. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's just it'll never leave you. Right now, in the private shaming fifteen minute phone call, do you have a chance to talk? Is it one sided or is it two sided? Is it an interrogation or is it just him talking towards you? I mean, an interrogation insinuates <laughs> that there are questions. By the time this call happens, you've already done something wrong, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have questions. Yeah, 
He just wants to tell you that you fucked up. He wants – no, he wants to prevent you from fucking up again. Exactly. That's what he would tell you is that this phone call is not for me. It's for you so that you don't do this again because this is hurting your life. It's pissed him off too. But whatever you're doing, you're inhibiting your ability to do whatever else you should be doing. Really? That's pretty yeah. intense. <laughs> More or less, Matt, is that, is that like, incorrect? It's inhibiting yeah, it's your, life, your life being – doing things the way Adam wants at his studio or like he has identified a flaw in you and he's going to help you. It's it's a little bit of all that. I mean, you know that Adam I think he he sees himself as a mentor for all of us, which he is, and he wants all of us to be be to, our best self just like be Oprah. Be the best version of yourself. Yeah, like as, <laughs> as much as yeah, that does sound like but Oprah. Just like, uh, but that's what it is though. So yeah. it's like he's like, "Listen, you're you're a great guy and you do da da da, but here's something that isn't as good and I'm going to sh- explain to you why this is an important thing for you to also put your focus on." And it would be something like turning out lights? Sure. Mm. Sure. I guess. And that Cause allows Cuz it's not this, about this. turning on the lights, it's about being aware. And, oh. you know, if you're not bigger, if you're not turning the lights <laughs> off, then tu- what else are you yeah, missing? If you're that tuned out to the lights and, you know, something that should be reflexive, then what are you missing when it comes down to, like, the important parts of your job that are, you know, whatever? Or the important parts of your life right. outside of this job. Exactly. What? Or your ability to, you know, complete tasks. This is stressful. I feel like that conversation, <laughs> if, it, if it was just within the realm of, if it was just within the realm of work, that I could handle. But the idea of, like... What else in your life are you? I mean, he doesn't say those words, but that's just the implication. implication. I still, I still feel like I would need like two days to like let it all out (laughs) afterwards because I like things like maybe I'm misinterpreting it. No, you wouldn't like these. Well, yeah, luckily (laughs) I have a a just mirror, everyone. Uh, I'm really unhappy that we ever brought this up. Yeah, can we move on? Seriously, because this is going to go somewhere that's not going to be good for somebody. So, Krista says. No. no, Adam Kingsbury says. <laughs> there you go. No, no, David Muth says, I feel as though the white membrane beneath an orange peel is sending me a message that oranges are not worth the trouble. Yes. Um, and if you guys are familiar with Andrew Hunt, sometimes I retweet his stuff. He is a um, comedian and he makes videos. And he's from Canada. And he's funny. He's really funny. Yeah. I had him on my show in New York. Uh, he actually autographed an orange and gave it to me because he ha- he hates oranges. How I didn't you, know that. I he, hate oranges. He hates them, and oh. it has to do with this white junk in them. I eat oranges like every day here. Yeah, how do you, Chris loves how oranges. How do you hate oranges? The white, that white yucky, it's the, that it's the texture mushy of white the stuff that's in the orange. White you know, pulp. I don't care. Get more oranges for me. That's what I'm Good. saying. But like, really, they're how, real low on the. How do you feel f- on orange juice? I like the flavor of oranges. So if you were, I like the if smell you were, of them. If you were to be presented a plate of like sliced oranges that are already de-skinned and everything, you wouldn't want to eat one. No, I don't like the I don't like any of the skin that surrounds the inside of like the juice. Huh. Yeah. It's I I need to look this up. Yeah. My mouth I hate is them. I really I want to know that. Right now. Yeah. I'm hilarious. okay. I'm okay with them. I just find that they're not really worth the trouble, but when it comes to fruit, if there's a big fruit basket, orange would be like one of the last things I would grab. Oranges are not difficult to eat though. What do you by by they're worth messy. by worth the trouble? No, they're not. If if there's a mess it's a mango. Mangoes are like the are delicious and they're the hardest fruit to eat because because of how weird the how big that pit is. That's the only fruit that I I won't eat because of it's too much trouble. The problem with a mango and it's been a really long time I think is that that the doesn't the fruit really cling to the pit? So you might take a bite and then all of a sudden basically have a, like a pit. There's a lot dangling. of fibers coming yeah. out of it, right? Right. Yeah. How do you it's, eat a mango? It's so good. 
uh, you have to cut you have to cut both sides off, and then there's an it's, so it's divided into three sections: two sides with the mango, with the peel on it, and then uh, the pit side mm-hmm. too. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's a process. Yeah, same with artichokes. Artichokes are processed. See, too. yeah, but to me, artichokes are worth it, if unless I'm tired. Um, you know what is the hardest fruit to eat? Pomegranate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you even eat that? You have you to like, beat it with a wooden spoon to get all the seeds to come out. It's a pain. <laughs> See, at that yeah. point, you just don't eat it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a pain. So wait, there's something left when the seeds come out? Well, just the nasty part that you're not supposed yeah, to eat. Yeah, there's a part like you're not the white. To eat. You cut it in half, turn it around, and beat it really hard with the back of a wooden spoon. Oh, oh, and then you don't. and then you the don't, seeds don't. come don't out. No. It's pomegranate I've ever heard. I can't stop <laughs> laughing at that. And then you let the seeds fall into a bowl, and then you just throw out everything else. And then you eat the seeds. Yeah, but you can't eat them. You just like chew on them, right? And spit That's them back what out. Is. No, you could swallow them. Oh, you can pomegranate seeds. Yeah, yeah. Are they good? They actually are really good, but are they're they like a huge. You've fan. never had pomegranate seeds? I thought you put a bunch of seeds in your mouth, chew it up, and then spit the seeds out, <laughs> and and then just those are swallow sunflower it. seeds. I don't know what she's. I I've never no. I don't think I've ever eaten the. I, I want to go get a pomegranate right they're now. They're really good. You could swallow them, next but does time. it taste like seed or does it taste like fruit? It tastes like f- fruit with a little bit of a crunch. Oh, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah, I've, I've been doing it wrong all these years. Yeah. They're and good. finally, Adam Kingsbury says, <laughs> just mirror everyone, pooping takes like three minutes, but I sit there for another 10 recovering. Recovering? Just oh. you. <laughs> yeah, that's just you. Recovering <laughs> is throwing me off. I've, I, I will often get lost in a piece of reading material. Yeah, Unless, if, if recovering if, means yeah. finishing the article. Yeah. Waiting for maybe the, the blood to like, come back to you your legs. You only poop I've once already, a week. I've already something. cleared two levels on Candy Crush. Obviously, <laughs> if I move, I'm fucked. So I will stay here until my legs are totally asleep and I can't get up. Yeah, I used I used to not go to the bathroom without like a stack of magazines, and now I really have I've really cut down on that. And now Gary called me on this one time because he said, "But you said you were reading that on your iPhone on the toilet or something." Yeah, <laughs> so it's a stack true. of magazines in your hand. I don't go anywhere without my phone or iPad. Sometimes I hold my iPad and I set my phone on top of it. Like when people give you money in an annoying way with the bills and the coins set on top of it. And then I'll carry it like that and then I'll drop my phone. I'll think, why did I set it like that? I bring the whole thing into the bathroom. But that's just (laughs) because it just goes with me everywhere I go. For the most part, though, I really don't do anything or much. I don't do much on the toilet other than just go to the bathroom. It's freed up a lot of time, which is allowing me to worry about my wedding and think about popsicles and pick at my head. (laughs) (laughs) So really I should go back to reading on the toilet. It was a better use of time. Do you ever grab someone's phone and just think like you, you hold, this is what you hold when you poop. No, I no, never now have. I, I thought of it sure when he said it. Put your phone down. I <laughs> don't want to know what I'm thinking about. No, just me. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone here read in the bathroom though? Yep. 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 Pretty much. Got to keep your mind stimulated at do? all times. Oh, yeah. Just make it fast. Yeah. Uh, into the mic. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got that. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for doing this show. Thanks hey, thank us. you for having us. Um, and, I got uh, there first. <laughs> and I'll thank all tape. the listeners for I'll being so out. awesome and for tweeting us and for leaving comments and stuff. And just I want to I want to um. I want to single out a particular commenter. Her name is Jen, and she always comments on my website, and I love her comments. 
And um, thank you so much, Jen, for all your great comments. I know that I don't always – I up, frequently Jen? don't reply you, to the comments on the website. Um, but I just don't want anyone to think that I don't read them because I do. So thank you for your thoughtful and um, and actually – one of your comments had uh, a link to an article that, or to a website about boundaries, which I thought was really good, and and, uh, and I've looked at that quite a bit. So thank you. Okay, let's see. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, like a pomegranate or something else, um, they have everything. Not just, not even just a fruit-based kind of purchase. I don't even know if they have fruit, but they have everything else. Uh, why not go through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com? It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. Also, we have a ringtone available. Hey, hey. Fuck yourself. You need this, and you can get this by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Uh, before we mentioned that we have the bonus episode available live from LA Podfest with um, Doug Benson, Matt Costa, and the Thursday Gang. That is available in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. Oh, you can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. You can follow for Matt. Go to go to thereobespoilers.com. This week's topic. 10 best movies of 2013. Special guest, my dad. Oh, wow. I want to know where all the Matt jokes the come from. The Porcelain King. Yeah, I recorded a 45-minute episode with my dad. My computer froze. Oh, no. All the audio deleted. And my dad's like, well, let's just do it again. I was like, Dad, I don't <laughs> nice. want to sit here for another hour. And he convinced me to do it. And uh, it's a complete train wreck. But <laughs> it's like it is my dad perfectly so if sell. you want to know uh, where I come from there will be spoilers.com thank you and Chris uh, this Saturday I'm playing at Ashley's Bar in Long Beach uh, three bands I'm in two of them and then we have a DJ that's going to be DJing afterwards for a fun dance party so come out Saturday night Ashley's Bar Long Beach <laughs> nice what are the names of the bands uh, I play in Bummer Shark uh, that's our surf rock band and then Chris and Mikey I'm Chris and then uh, <laughs> T-, T for Two is, the, is uh, my best friend's band they're playing too nice so it'll be a, a night of fun alright and for cool. Jenna Okay, I have something to quickly plug, if that's okay. Of so um, I have just uh, launched this YouTube show called Headline Punchline, and there's a bunch of comics that come on and tell jokes, and it's short and fun, and you can find it. It's coming out tonight, but uh, basically they choose the best comics to come back, so what I need you to do is go watch it and then comment below the video and include my name so that the producers are like, oh, Jenna has lots of fans. Because you we do. should have her back. You do have lots of fans. I know. You guys have been so nice. So, so please do that. It's called Headline Punchline. And I'll tweet it out and it'll be on my website. I, I take back my plug. Uh, do that instead. Go, go uh, well, help Jenna. You, you could do both. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so you told them how to get to it, right? Yes. Headline Punchline. It's on YouTube. But, but I will put it. it on my Twitter and my web- website, which is JennaKimJones.com. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And listeners, thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.